Hi, I'm Ben Byes. And I'm Carly Byes. We've been married for 12 years and together for 15 and have two boys. This is our story of the controlling church and spiritual abuse and how it shook our relationship and clouded our view of God. Our desire is that our honest view of pain and trauma in relationships can provide hope and the courage to hold on when life does not turn out as planned. While also providing a dash of humor and loving banter. We are still working to find wholeness and we welcome you on our journey. Welcome back everybody. How y'all doing? (laughs) Welcome back. Um, So today will be... Not the longest episode we ever had. It's be a little bit shorter. Be a little bit shorter because it's it's almost like that middle area between when we left. We had a lot of heartbreak, understanding what went on, and then uh, you know years of taking a step forward and taking a step back and taking three steps forward and one step back and not necessarily fully grasping everything that was going on in our lives. Um, before the past year where there's been a lot of progress, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't expecting it. That was pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so um, we finished last episode on... Um, talking about our vow renewal, um, how I told Ben I didn't love him, <laughs> and just the happy um, memories. Yeah, of and life. kind of just moving forward in our understanding of just really how bad we were hurt, and um, that's really what the next several years looked like was just like little by little grasping and kind of understanding, like, wow, this is. This is much worse than thought, and um, I mean, I think I always felt like this is worse than I want it to be, but still didn't really know how to talk about that with Ben in a way that um, was like productive, and so <clears throat> I'm not sure if you were feeling that person. Well, I guess no. We kind of discussed that in last episode how you were feeling like things aren't as bad as they really were yeah and I when we had first started back and we left the church it was a little easier for me too because I was at a job and I was working with people I really enjoyed and doing something I really enjoyed and working out for hours and hours yeah oh your new job yeah yeah. working out for hours and then we'd play hours and hours and hours (laughs) (laughs) we'd play basketball almost every day you know so I think I had a lot more to cover up a lot more connection and a lot more to cover up anything than yeah, Carly I was watching did at music, first. Music videos at home. Yeah. All day before I got a job. <laughs> Being sad. <laughs> but pretending like it wasn't sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there are multiple points in the next years, probably five or six years, where we'd find a good Bible study or go to a marriage conference or... And Bible study meaning like either something online or like book that we would try to read yeah. together. We never we never had joined a Bible study. Yeah. Um, that probably could have been helpful. <laughs> yeah, apparently community is important. <laughs> but, I th- but I remember like it was very, very... Even still to this day can be really hard for us to join something um, because we're... 
I, I, maybe you can explain it better why it's been hard to join like a small group where we are a part of one now that we've really enjoyed. It's been such a blessing to us the past um, year, but it's been something that we've been really hesitant with. Yeah. I think part of it is just our time to, to be away from it. And part of it is I feel like sometimes people, when they get in small groups, are really weird. And they're like, oh, this is our small group, and we eat together, and we're the best. And I'm just like, I don't want to be a part of that kind of culture again in my life. So you can have your stupid yeah, small even, group that you think is so cool. Even the, even, the, <laughs> even the small groups that weren't like that, I remember feeling like, mm, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, just, I don't know. There was something about trying to be a part of organized, not organized religion because we still went to church, but yeah. over, overly involved. I think that we just, yes. didn't, we just didn't want to be involved. That's, yeah, yeah, just, that's a good point. We'll, we'll come in late and we'll sit in the back and then we'll leave right away. So that's cool, right? Your, your face right now is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I, but then I remember like in years to come, like really longing for like a close group that it seemed like everybody had on social media, you know, friends that were part of local churches that had these small groups and dinners together and all of these things that like, I felt like we were really lacking when it came to like friendships and community and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, at the time it was like, yeah, no thanks. We'll pass. Yeah. So there was a lot of years of that going forward and a little bit back. And I think not much realization of the true extent of, of where we needed to go together and what we needed to realize. And, um, you know, in the midst of that, we decided just, what, why not start a family? <laughs> want to have a kid? Well, it's been eight years, so. <laughs> yeah. It was well, like we now want- or never, guys. It was, yeah, we wanted to. It was, like, obviously a planned thing. And I was, um, I had gotten a job at where Ben was working at our old college and I forget if I had mentioned that or not but that was that was really great for me because I had gained a community um in the department that I was working on campus that like I really hadn't had um our close friends that moved back to um our college town with us from the church um you know they were there with us for I think like a year, maybe. Yeah, year probably. Year, year and, and then they they ended up moving back home um, to be by family, and um, that made sense for them. And but it was you know really sad um, to see them go because they were like our really only comfort, our only security um, in like this new world that everyone else lived in. <laughs> um, so me being able to get a job <clears throat> and have like a new community was really amazing and the community that I was a part of was just so awesome and um I just I gained some of like my closest friends today um through that office that I would have never probably had and we all went to college together but we were different years and just weren't friends in college so to be able to reconnect in this job was um something that was just so so needed for me um, with Ben's, you know, busy work schedule as a coach. And, um, it just gave me, yeah, it just gave me friends and people to connect with. And, um, but yeah. What were you saying before I went off on that? <laughs> that we had a kid? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so then, <laughs> yeah. So then we, I got pregnant and, um, we were trying for a little while and, 
seemed like everybody around me was getting pregnant. Um, and it kind of just felt like, okay, like yet another hard thing for us. And I don't want to like minimize anybody else's experiences because I know that we know many people who have gone through just like terrible infertility and so I don't want to minimize other people's experiences. Ours was nothing like that. Um, but it did take longer than expected and you just don't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, we found out we were pregnant. It was totally so anticlimactic when I told you <laughs> because it was like month after month yeah, after month tried. for like a long time. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then like all of a sudden I was like, huh, let's get a test or whatever. And, um, I came out of the bathroom. I was like, well, we're pregnant. And I was like, wait, what? I think we were like, you were like watching TV or something. It was a Sunday after church. <laughs> we went to get a pregnancy test. And um, yeah, I just wasn't expecting it because I was just, I guess I was expecting to not be yet again. And um, yeah, so it was just very like, it was exciting, obviously, but it was very, it was very anticlimactic and not like you see in movies and shows of like the excitement and screaming and <laughs> yeah we kind of sat next to each other looking at each other awkwardly for a little while like okay where yeah. th- what does that mean like wow okay oh my gosh this is so exciting and um so obviously the excitement grew <laughs> once the the like initial shock kind of passed sitting, sitting on the couch like that did remind me of the first time i told you that i love you i don't think we've said that <laughs> okay <laughs> We were in college and we had been dating. That before, after you know, started bleeding. No, that was. <laughs> <laughs> so two stories. Sorry to to, to cut this off. <laughs> that should um, be your most embarrassing moment. Yeah, that's true. Well, the first one was we we were um, we were sitting on a couch together watching a movie and we'd only been dating a couple months, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three or four months, yeah. Three or four months and we were watching Fox and the Hound. <laughs> <laughs> like who watches Fox and the Hound? Like please. the most romantic video ever, right? No, you wanted to watch it because you're like, Oh, this is my favorite movie as a kid and I was like, <laughs> Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, we're sitting on the couch and haven't been dating very long and and um um Copper and Todd were the um, main characters, and <laughs> something had happened where one of them did something annoying, and the other one was looking at the other one like totally like, what in the world's going on? Kind of look in her face, and Carly said, "That's the way you look at me." Kind of like joking, like I look at her like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and I don't know why this came out of my mouth, but I said, "Oh, like like I love you." Classic Ben. Let's not <laughs> let's not forget how our first date went when he was like, "Hey, we should go out on Valentine's Day," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay," and then didn't hear from him for four days. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, Valentine's Day's coming up." Was he serious? Was he not? So here's the second yeah. time that he's. Now and then this. we both stopped and looked at each other and just awkwardly turned towards the TV <laughs> and kept watching the movie. <laughs> And I didn't even want her to say it back because I didn't mean to say it. Like, it just came out of my mouth, and I just thought, how did but that... But you knew you loved me. I did. I did, <laughs> but I just... I was so afraid of love. <laughs> so, anyway, that was... And we never talked about it. It just kind of, like, 
swept it under the rug, <laughs> pretended like it didn't happen, just kept watching the movie, and I don't know, maybe Carly talked about it with her friends, but I was like, I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. Yeah. And then the second time she was talking about, it was like, one of the first times we kissed and I kissed her in my nose, just started bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> my nose just literally started bleeding all over the place. I can't believe I thought, is this about a sign this? from God this or is, what? This should be the most humiliating <laughs> story. Like I'm like some popular hot girl, and you're like the nerd, like math student. <laughs> then I pop my zits. Whose <laughs> <laughs> nose started bleeding when they kissed the girl? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I and I remember you being like. Okay, well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I cannot believe you just talked about that. It, doesn't, it is what it is. I mean... Yeah, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> sorry, bleeding. I don't see what the problem is. It was a dry day. It's dry in California. It was dry. Oh, my gosh. I got hit in the head a lot, so my nose bleeds. I can't believe I continued dating you after that. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. So complete mental toughness. <laughs> what? Your nose started bleeding? Yeah, just stuck some tissue up in there and everything was fine. <laughs> what a dork. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting on the couch, found out we were pregnant. Um, then became just like very exciting and like, Wow. What are we going to do? <laughs> um, so, what kind of, what happened after that? We went through pregnancy. Carly had a horrible pregnancy. She <laughs> hates being pregnant. <laughs> Screw everybody that likes well, being pregnant. again, again, like, people have it way worse than I the do. The way her body feels. She doesn't yes. Like, not that I, like, we don't like having kids. I never feel great. I have, like, I, for whatever reason, I have like really bad back issues and hip issues while I'm being pregnant. And, um, I just constantly feel claustrophobic in my own body for like nine months. So it's quite terrible. (laughs) Um, yeah, I never have like that euphoric, like pregnancy glow and feeling wonderful and getting your energy back and all of that stuff. I didn't, I didn't necessarily like throw up every day. Like I have friends who like throw up literally for like 16, 17 weeks straight. So I'm thankful I didn't have that experience, but, um, I, I never did feel great like through my entire pregnancy. So anyway, that hasn't stopped me. Obviously I had another child. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we welcomed our son into the world. I remember being quite devastated at first when we found out he was a boy. We thought for sure it was a girl. We both did. I was convinced it was a girl because I was like, why? I feel like football coaches always have girls. Well, every single person, every single coach, other than the head coach, has had a girl first. Like, every single one, their oldest is a girl. So, it was kind of like the what was to be expected and what the coach I is cursed. Expect. Not that girls are a curse, but right. But yeah, that was what they called yeah. it. Um, so we found out it was a boy. It was like so shocking. I don't know why you ever even think like it's one or the other, yeah. you know. But so shocking. It definitely took me some time to get used to the fact that like, okay, I'm not having a girl. And you were so excited. I remember you being so excited, and I was. It took me a little bit of time to get as excited as you. Um, 
but man, I would be happy with all boys. Boys are the best. In our first night in the hospital, I almost um, fought the the nurse. And it's just weird how immediately when you have a kid, you have that protective instinct. Like oh, immediately. So our son was born and we're in the... We haven't slept. I mean, it was long. Just It was days. Horrendous back labor. Yeah, it was just... We went Woof. in, got sent home, and there's just a lot of stuff going on. And she came in to get his blood out of his heel and he was crying. And I looked over at Carly and I'm like, I'm going to effing kill that woman. I'm and I was shaking, and I thought, I'm I'm going to murder her. She's hurting my son. I'm going to murder her. <laughs> Completely outside of my mind. Yeah. And and it was like a is it, it was weird. It was like out. I was out of my own mind. Yeah. Ready to so hurt tired her. and like so happy at the same time. But yeah, and you're, like this little precious thing of yours is being hurt by somebody. Um, but yeah, having. A baby, like how did that change our relationship? I don't know. I think it, it went, it was along the same lines of, I feel like we had one more distraction to keep us from really working on what we had to work mm-hmm. on. I mean, especially the first four or five months, you have this little distraction to not worry necessarily about your relationship, which is, is great. You need to take care of a kid, but I think mm-hmm. it. Sometimes with kids, it allows you to put your time and energy and effort into raising a kid without making sure that your relationship with each other yeah, is exactly... Which is very dangerous. And that's, that's why some people have a lot of hard times when their kids leave the house because mm-hmm. all of a sudden they don't have a, know how to have a relationship. And it's not that our relationship was suffering. It's just we, we had... It's almost like pushing pause on any more growth. But I think unintentionally we were doing that, yeah. don't you think? Like it was It was a it was a, a distraction. I don't know if there, I think there's a part of everyone and I see it in, in our life on those times when it's you just don't know if you have the strength to put in the work to do what you need to do. Yeah. You know, like yes. you're just like I just don't know if I want to. I don't not that I or if I put in the work, is it really going to produce an outcome that I want? So Well, and I think we, we had been putting in what the work that we knew how to at that point, up until that point, which was reading books together and going to marriage conference or whatever. But we still, it was like we still didn't fully grasp yet. And I can only say that like now being kind of a little bit on the other side of what counseling has done for us. Um you know, there still is like a lot of growth for us, but it still didn't really understand like how much we like really needed help and, um, just a lot of areas that we still needed to grow in. And <clears throat> so it wasn't like an, yeah, it was unintentionally like putting pause on those things, but I think we were kind of just living very just, we, like, we were just living. It wasn't, we weren't thriving, but we weren't, like, suffering. Um, it Which, just was kind of, like, I guess it's just it's kind of how it is. Like, we'll, we're continuing to pray for things to, like, get better, but it was fine enough to, like, not feel like we needed to have conversations, like, regularly about how we're doing and stuff, which 
I think that's really important to have those conversations, and that makes more sense to us now, realizing um, just how to be more intentional. But um, it was like we were, I just remember feeling just up until really the last year and a half, just totally like blocked. Like it was, I didn't know how to proceed or move forward with our relationship in, in just like a healthy manner. It felt just totally blocked. Like, I don't know what else to do here. I don't know, you know, and it just, yeah, I just felt really blocked. Which is, I think, how a lot of people live their life is you just live it. And it's, and there's areas like so sad. Well, yeah, there's areas in your life you're not thriving in, but you're like, I'll just push through it. You know, it is what it is. It's life. That's how life goes sometimes. And But don't you think those people like have lived like a fairly normal life and marriage? Like they haven't gone through, not everybody obviously, but the people you're no, comparing I think there's, to. I like, think there's a little bit have of. Have they gone of through like major both. trauma? I think there's a little bit of both. That there's some that go through that and some that don't. And it's just, you know, making a decision to survive and not thrive. Yeah. And, um, not trying to really grow deeper with one another and Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a really easy trap to fall into when there's busy work and then you have kids and then the work is actually hard because you have to unearth some things that aren't pleasant to think about and Mm -hmm. (laughs) say some apologies that aren't pleasant to say and and find those feelings that you've kind of tried to suppress and not think about and so it's almost like well maybe it's easier to just survive then like yeah. let's not go there. That and it and if you don't even really know like that that's the those are the thoughts that you're like like that's like that's when you actually have a lot of self awareness, you know. Whereas I think there were times with us that didn't even have that much awareness within like ourselves that things even needed like that it was like, oh, I'm kind of choosing not to like really push through in this moment to like have a conversation about like, you know, how we can be better and stuff. It was like, you just weren't even felt like there were times we just weren't even aware that there was more that there could be, you know? Yeah, I would agree. And I think sometimes it was a subconscious choice, Yeah, but it was still a choice. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's what I mean as far as, like, I just felt completely blocked from there. Didn't know how to move forward. Yeah. Which is why we eventually decided to go to counseling, which I don't know why we didn't do so much sooner. (laughs) I think because we're busy. We're busy, and it felt um, like a huge sacrifice to try and find the time and find the finances and all of those things to do that. You just... I think it's you try to figure out every other way before resulting in that maybe because of those pieces for us. And I think beyond just counseling, when we finally came to a place of really trying to change things, I think we just cried out in a different way and became on the same page and just said there's got to be something more. Mm -hmm. There's got to be something more than this. So I wouldn't say that... um, counseling was great for us it wasn't it's not the end all the end all is that we became on the same page Mm -hmm. but what do you think like was in that shift of us becoming more on the same page and because there definitely felt like there was a shift 
you know, in the last couple years of being able to be more real and just, I don't know, honest and like, okay, there's got to be something more than this that we, and we weren't talking about it in years, you know, prior, like we were at that point. I don't know. I think some of it's maturity, some of it's time, some of it's... Yeah. I think there's some specific circumstances that went on that we'll probably talk about next time, like having our second kid and me having a rather large surgery and Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I think pushed us even more over the edge. Mm -hmm. That got us to a point of of just saying, all right, this this is it. Like, let's... Yeah. There's got to be something else. Like, we're not... We're not... Yeah, I'm not responding to this, like... <clears throat> these major like crises in our life well so let's get this really let's really figure this out <laughs> basically is kind of how things really begin to turn around kind of I think the start of us really really turning around which we'll get into more next episode so <clears throat> in the meantime happy Easter for sure Jesus is risen for sure. For sure. That, Jesus. That, that's your response. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Thank you. Truman goes around and says it all the time now. He's he risen. Yeah. No he's, way. He did that for like five minutes with me this morning. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Just kept on like <clears throat> waiting for me to say he's risen indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing one thing right. <laughs> yeah. He actually, yeah. He's, he's a good kid. He is a good kid. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Happy Easter. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. All right. Final four. This episode is going to be things that we feel are overrated. 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 Um, I feel like I need to just set a disclaimer that these are things that we personally feel are overrated. This is not meant to bring any offense to anyone who like these things. We are all entitled to our own opinions, and um, I just feel like I need to preface that. Okay. <laughs> for mine, maybe. Thanks for the preface. <laughs> um, should I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So my first one, kind of simple, but cookie dough. <laughs> cookie dough is so overrated. Not really. Okay, this is my opinion. Just my opinion is no. Okay, well, it's not your turn. <laughs> um, everything, there's a cookie dough flavor for everything. Um, you know, cereal, ice cream now. Um, there's actually like edible cookie dough that doesn't have egg, like raw egg in it that you can purchase. And I'm just not about it. I don't think it's good. I don't like it. Um, I don't get the hype or craze about it. And that's really that is, all I have to say about it. This is interesting when you think about it, that it's a cookie dough flavor instead of just a cookie flavor. You know, right, like right, because cookie a dough protein bar is a flavor cookie tastes dough. different than, than cookies. I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, mine would be... Every workout and diet fad that everybody has to post about all the time. Oh my gosh, you are the king of the diet fad. <laughs> I know, but I, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is the the over, like everyone, 
the oversharing yeah, of it. Let's just take CrossFit, for example. I, I think there's a lot of great things about it. I, I would do it. I enjoy it. I think it's great. No one needs to know every time you did a wad. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start posting <laughs> my wads that I do. <laughs> so I wouldn't say that and this is the overrated isn't necessarily. Maybe have a fitness account. Yeah, I, I w- different for exactly. People. I would agree, but it's not. Um, it's not the the actual diets and workouts aren't overrated. I would just say that talking about it, acting, all the time is overrated. Yeah, I agree. It's like a, it's you know it's it's people are fishing for some compliments. They're fishing for some likes. Some, I mean, isn't that the point of social media? Which is so annoying. People will do anything and everything to get some attention on there, whatever it is. Um, I'll just go for my number two since oh. it has to do with social media. Okay. Um, filters on social media. Mm. I, it, it's like, honestly. They're called presets now. Whatever. Whatever they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to be talking with sparkles around your head for people to listen oh, to you. Oh, those yeah. filters. Okay, yeah, yeah those are filters. Not, not filters on your pictures. I mean, oh, okay. like the... Like, I mean, like we the, look at, I like Snapchat filters to look at with my kids because they think it's hilarious, but like, you're going to record yourself on Instagram with like sparkles <laughs> around your face. You're really going to talk to me as a puppy for three seconds? Three Honestly, seconds? Just take the freaking dog ears off. <laughs> like a normal human. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's way overrated. <laughs> I'm going to only do stories like that from now on. Uh, please. Tag you and all of them. Please do. oh that's pretty funny are you done on that yeah that's okay um my other one is this comeback of the 90s style (sighs) i've lived through the 90s the 90s were awesome i loved the 90s but i don't feel like i need to like relive them and wear the same clothes so i there are some things that are cute. I'm not going to lie. I do still have my Doc Martens from junior high. They're not cute. Anyways. They're embarrassing. I don't even <laughs> ever wear them that often. <laughs> but I'm, I saved up my money for those um, Doc Martens, the Mary Jane style ones in seventh grade. And I still have them because I, have the wear, I wear the same size shoe. However, um, this crop top and um, just like bad just it's ill-fitting clothing is what it is and some people can wear crop tops and look really cute there's a lot of people that should not be wearing crop tops and um me being one of those as a 35 year old mother but um I don't know like I I feel like wherever you go that style is like has overtaken all the stores and it's hard to find kind of just normal normal things um yeah, I mean, Target's gotten a little out of control with the 90s garb. And some things are cute, but um, the sunglasses, I don't ever want to see again. The 90s sunglasses, just not good. <laughs> I'm not going to be wearing clips in my hair an inch from my middle part um, like I used to in junior high and high school. Um, yeah, so it just is, it's really overrated to me. So overrated. Yeah, I don't have much to add to that. Uh, yeah, that's more of a girl thing, I guess. Yeah, I don't really go to stores and look at stuff. So, <laughs> um, my third one, I is expensive wine. I think mm, is that's overrated. a good one. That's such a good one. 
and maybe because I have a horrible palate <laughs> and I'm not sophisticated enough, and maybe because my view of expensive wine is like a $30 bottle of wine and I've never had something extremely expensive. But I just think really expensive alcohol in general, I just think the cheaper version tastes the same to me. Do you think that And it I'm sorry for all the, the connoisseurs and everyone out there that, you know. Do you know, think that it tastes the same or that it just, it'll do for you? Probably just, I don't, it, it'll you do. You don't care enough. Yeah, like to, I don't yeah, care okay. enough. So I just think it's, it's overrated to spend like hundreds of dollars on a bottle of wine. It doesn't make sense to me when you could buy one for $3 and be like, oh, I mean, <laughs> after a couple sips, it's kind of like it is what it is, you know? <laughs> oh, that, that is very true. Um. And I'm I'm sort of the same way, so I'm glad that we're both that way. Not super particular or have to have the nicest of wines or alcohols. But when I do have a nice glass of wine, I do enjoy it. But I don't know if I could necessarily say, and I think you feel the same way, necessarily tell you the difference between a $10 bottle of wine and a $60 bottle of wine. No, I couldn't. Yeah. I but when we went wine tasting, that, that was so fun, though. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd spend like 60 bucks on one of the bottles of wine, though, there, that I tasted. Yeah. That's no. gone in a night. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. Between the two of us, so. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Um, okay, my other, my third one is um, bacon. Bacon's extremely overrated to me. It's like in everything. There's bacon-infused everything. Um, it's on donuts. It's on really everything. And I don't get me wrong. I love a sweet and salty combo, but, um, rarely is bacon. Like when I go somewhere is bacon, like cooked how I would really like it. If I'm going to have bacon, it's going to be in my own home and I'm going to cook it the correct way, which just makes basically just means that it's extra crispy. But going to other places, like if it's on a salad or whatever, it just feels like it's fatty and, I don't know, there's bacon-flavored everything, and it's stupid to me. But Ben is the bacon master. He's a, he's the expert bacon maker. <laughs> he's shaking his head and rolling his eyes at me. So you have to explain what that means. I don't want to explain to you what that means. I don't want to explain to the world what that means. It's embarrassing, all right? Oh, stop. Well... When we were at the old church, we used to make food all the time. This was up in Big Bear, right? Yeah, multiple places, but um, I would always make bacon, and the pastor at the time was like, dude, you're the best bacon maker. This is unbelievable, <laughs> and I just always thought... It's like making a bowl of cereal. <laughs> honestly, I, I put something on the stove until it sizzled and then turned it over, and Why then it sizzled some more, and I took it out. Just to give you some... No, it's just... Just to keep you around. Can, like, there's yeah. one more thing to make you yeah. feel good about I mean, yourself. you can't leave here. Who would make bacon? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a forever a joke. Ben's the master bacon maker. Yeah. Um, my last one is a, just probably more personal to my job where I'm at. I, I cannot... <laughs> the most I think overrated, I know what you're going to say, and I'm hoping you're going to say it. Go ahead. The most overrated thing is people with personal trainers that don't know what in the world oh. they're doing as far as a sport. Like, they're like, yeah, I, I got down with my running back coach tonight. And they're, like, running in circles around trash cans and then, like, doing 
two foot jumps over a grass field, and it's just <laughs> These it's are like people that are like tra- on a college team or a high school team, but also have a private trainer on the side, or yeah, just people who have. Or these trainers that put all this stuff out, and you're like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, those the trainers are the ones. Just that... the whole training business, where yeah. people are paying so much so money, much money for yeah. these people to teach them in a sport, and half these people don't know what they're doing. So it's it's I guess it's frustrating and overrated to me. It's like, well, just honestly, you, what do you, you don't need to better, pay that much. What do you think is a better option? Um, just you mean just finding somebody that's yeah legit? that actually like knows what they're doing. Okay. Whereas like anyone could be a trainer nowadays. Yeah. So and half the trainers you see are like training someone in a park, so they don't have to pay for rental fee. Or those. it's virtual. Everything like there's so many virtual trainers now. Yeah, not so it's much all... in football, but true. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's like, dude, you're you're training them in a park, so you know, <laughs> that's not very legit. You can't even. You're not even permitted to work somewhere. So. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway. You better be careful in case you ever lose your job and have to. That's true. I will. Someday. I'd be glad to train some people in the park by my house. By the way, I'm a pretty good trainer. If you need someone, <laughs> O line running backs, whatever you guys need, just let me know. Oh my god. Very low rate. <laughs> Very low rate. Just get your friends. We'll do group training. Never mind. <laughs> okay, my last one. Okay, I need to tread lightly on this. <laughs> now. Again, I'm just going to preface, this is not meant to offend anybody. Um, this is my personal opinion. I have nothing against people that feel the opposite way from me. Um, please keep your hate mail to yourself. Um, I, Again, I'm just expressing my opinions. I'm not saying that what I think or believe is right. But someone who I think is completely overrated is Beyonce. Queen Bee. Queen Bee. Okay, here's the thing. I think she's talented. I think she's a pretty decent singer. She's not the best. Lady Gaga blows her out of the water. That's obvious. Um, she is successful. She's a great dancer. Her husband's extremely talented, successful as well. Um, she's kind of boring, to be honest. She doesn't have much of a personality like outside of her shows and stuff and I think that's what draws me to other musicians or actors and actresses is that the ones that have like really great fun personalities outside of their work um and she's a little bit more private which that's fine but I just I don't understand the hype around her like she has an unbelievable following that I just I just don't understand. I don't get it. I just don't, I don't see it. She's so idolized and I just am not, I'm not a, I'm not a beehive fan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and not to say that she's like a bad person or like great. I, I just think when I'm hearing on the news or reading things about Beyonce has given birth to twins and it's the most amazing thing in the world. I just want to be like, yeah, so have millions of other women. And then also gone back to work. I don't, I'm, I'm confused as to why that makes her so amazing. And then going back to work and performing at Coachella a year after giving birth to twins. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not that impressed, I guess. 
And not to say that she's not good at what she does and that her kids aren't cute and she has, you know, a successful career and stuff. I just, I just am not, I'm not buying the hype. It just is like, she's boring to me and I'm just not going to follow in the rest of the world's footsteps with it. Um, and yeah, she, she can achieve a lot of her things because she has millions and millions of dollars and a lot of help doing all of those things. So it's not that impressive. Anyways, I'm done. Please don't hate me. Whoa. <laughs> I would like everyone to know that is my wife's opinion, not mine. <laughs> you don't <laughs> Please love don't hate. No, I, I'm just kind of indifferent. Yeah. But, so. and, that's, and that's more me. I'm just indifferent. I just am not as... I don't. I guess I'm just not as much into like popular culture as you are. I yeah. don't see as much. It doesn't. I don't. I don't see the the idolization and stuff. I just that's not where my time yeah, is spent yeah. seeing any of True. that. So it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's great. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Good for me. Exactly. Good for me. Um, I thought of something else that's overrated. Kombucha. Why do people love kombucha? It's disgusting. Well, it's, so, it's so good for you. Is it? I don't know. Why is it good for you? Because it's made from... Is uh, it just because everybody <laughs> says it's good for you? Yeah, probably. Also cauliflower. Everything cauliflower. I like cauliflower, but why does everything have to be cauliflower? You think a cauliflower crust is like actually a healthier option that has a ton of cheese and stuff in it? Is that a healthier option? Well, than... I don't know. It depends how you make a cauliflower crust, Carly. Well, all cauliflower crusts have cheese in them. It's a binder. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so. I'm not actually the nutrition police. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I'm just meaning the. Um... Yeah, if you don't want carbs. True. Yeah. If you don't want carbs, then correct. But then you're looking, okay, what's actually healthy? I don't know. Low carb. Or a healthy amount of carbs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know, but the but the cauliflower crust at um, Pyology. Is that where it is? Yeah, you it's said good. That's good. Yeah. I haven't had it, but you said that it's good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Any other um, overrated things you can think of? I thought you were gonna say um, this wouldn't necessarily be overrated, but when you were going towards the working out thing, I thought you were gonna say people that wear Converse or Vans in the weight room. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That that's more something that just pisses you it's off. Just annoying. <laughs> that bare feet gloves, whatever. I see that all the time, even on like fitness models, people that like on Instagram that are like fitness models or whatever that do training that, you know, are self certified, like wear vans when they're doing squats. I'm like, yeah, chick. Man. Even I know that. I mean. Less support. It's it's like having bare feet. You know, your foot's on the well, ground. Well, then get a pair of like five toes. Yeah, those would be no, way. No, get a cooler. pair of Nike shoes that are like less support then. Or well, I don't are know. you trying to look cool? That doesn't look cool. Well, to them it does. Really? To them it does. Wearing Vans with their workout attire. It does to them. Oh my gosh! Well, y'all are dumb. Sorry. That's it. That's all we got. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Biography. Please subscribe or leave a comment. 
And if you have questions or want to open up a discussion, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Biography. See you next time.